Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Latomless James, Pod Tom, the one who always beats Sean in head-to-head matchups. And we just have time for a quick recap of the week. Oh, what's up, No Balls Ass? It's Chuck Anderson here, uh, checking in uh, at the every 30, half an hour, 6.30, uh, every top of the hour. Uh, we're going to be doing weather uh, on the nines and doing traffic on the tens. Um, today we start out with a little bit of sports news. I'm going to be telling you a little bit about Kyle's uh, train wreck of a team, losing badly to Andy after... A tiny little slap uh, victory against Chuck last week. Um, But, uh, yeah, his team is looking like an absolute waiver fest. A whole lot of crap you don't want. Um, Andy's team, meanwhile, out here just slapping him around like it's nobody's business. Uh, We got uh, Dan's team, Carmat, showing uh, who's boss, uh, who really should be the commissioner, the absolute madman Dan. (laughs) We got the commish holding out hope that he might still beat him. Who's Who knows? It's Friday night. 32 degrees, 632, and uh, back to the sports. All right, we got uh, Tacoma Blazers having another bit of a struggle here. Maybe he might pull a win out. You never know. Um, What else? What else? We got uh, me, Chuck, playing against Tom. I don't really think I need to say a whole lot about that. Uh, Things are looking a little grim for Tom, if I might say so myself. But you know what? I'm a little winded from all the smack talk with Kyle last week, and Tom's such a humble humble podcast host. I can't knock him. (laughs) I just... I'm going to save it for uh, next week when I play Andy and inevitably take him down downtown. Uh, But for now, it's Tom losing big time to me. Perfect strangers. Uh, He's trying to trade. I made him uh, sort of a uh, non-offer offer. I said, uh, hey, Tom, let's pull off a league first and do a in-game trade. Sort of uh, during our matchup, we trade each other. How crazy would that be? <laughs> Am I right? It's 628, top of the hour here. Uh, checking in with the weather. It's 31 degrees here in Chicago. Uh, traffic's looking a little hot out there. Uh, backed up to uh, the 95 to uh, the 55 Eisenhower to the Dan Ryan Expressway. And uh, 629 now here, uh, top of the hour. Uh, every hour. Going to be checking in pretty soon uh, again with me for the sports news. Uh, and what else? What else? Uh, we've got some uh, some interesting names going on down on Tom's team with the J's. JJ, JJ Jr., JJ, uh, JaVale. Probably there's a John on his team, I think, and maybe a James and a Jim. Uh, who knows? But I don't know what that was all about. Uh, I don't know why he picked up uh, Jeremy Lamb and Jonathan Simmons. I think he may be meant to pick up Jonathan Isaac who knows what's going on in this crazy person's mind he's a new dad guys i mean you know what i'm saying he might not be in his right mind right now anyways top of the hour 6 30 uh we're going to be checking in soon here with kathy for the weather uh and uh uh what else what else we got going on here this week um i'm in the car right now uh traffic's looking good here on foster avenue passing uh ravenswood uh we got uh we got a red light coming up here uh, a little stop sign um and uh that's that's gonna about do it uh, Checking with the time again. It's 6.30. Um, Going to be heading out uh, to sunny Florida in the morning. Going to be uh, hitting the road in an Uber early on in the early crack of dawn. Going to be heading up to uh, to the airport where I'm going to head off to sunny Florida. 80 degrees where I'm going to bask in my victory against Tom down in the sun. The palm tree is going to work up a little fantasy tan, if you know what I mean. And uh, that's about it. All right. Well, hey, guys. Uh, signing off here. Uh, uh, here comes Tom with the uh, LeBron rant of the week. All right, well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. You're actually not going to be getting a LeBron rant at this point, but what, we, what you will get is a little insight there. So I played that one at the house 
holding Everett. And as soon as he heard your voice doing the new character, which, by the way, I've been getting huge uh, Twitter responses. People have been loving it. Just loving it. But uh, little Everett just started laughing right away when he heard it. So, well done. So all you infants and toddlers out there listening, new character, Uncle Chucky. Let's take a look at the standings. We have four teams tied for first place at three and one, and four teams at the bottom at one and three. Four teams in the middle at two and two. Now, this is my fourth year in the league, and I don't recall ever seeing this happen through the fourth week. Typically, somebody's been winless and somebody has been undefeated. But I think what this does is it makes this week a lot more important. Chuck did a great job of giving us a recap of last week as it was in action, letting us see what happened. And we see that luckily Jamis got dip and doubted by Andy, who is coming in strong. I believe he's won back-to-back weeks. Also, surprisingly, we saw Juice Fratu lose to Karma T. Karmat. This would be as good of time as any to say that, Dan, you were last week's player of the week. You killed three animals, ate three hearts, dressed up in face paint and probably urine to hunt these animals on a couple of occasions, and you took down Christian. You did not even allow Christian to score a 1,000 points on you. Close for that player of the week was Dewey in Big Ballers, Overcoming the Jimmy Butler saga to take down the People's Champ, who is now riding a two-game losing streak. Your favorite host, Pod Tom, is also riding a losing streak of three games after easily beating Sean in week one. I'm now on this like three-game just dive. And feel like I'm kind of facing a one a must-win this week against the Tacoma Blazers. The reason Dewey was giving Dan a run for his money in the Player of the Week thing is he did that despite Jimmy Butler, not like who even knows what was going on with Butler. But to speak on that, I mean, that the, the Butler trade probably was the NBA story of the week. We get to hear from a lot of other media, but what about one of his fantasy owners? So take it away, Dewey. Hey, Tom, John Dewey here. I'm um, talking about Jimmy Butler's drama. Anyways, he, um, I think, has been drama for quite some time. If we go back to his days at the Bulls, um, he seemed to create drama there, like the drama there enough that he moved to Minnesota. There is one similar person or place or thing in this whole drama and that's Thibs. you know i think he had a love love affair with jimmy butler i also believe that he is going to lose his job as a result of what he made minnesota as a result of the butler trade it was horrible bad decision gave away a ton of young pieces to get Butler in Minnesota, and ultimately, Butler didn't like it there either. So as an owner in fantasy, I think that's kind of my team. 
you know, I've got general soreness that he's pretty drama-filled. But when I drafted him, I semi-expected him to be drama-filled. So maybe my team should just be drama. I've got Mr. Ball, who's just as much drama. And with the good old Jimmy Butler, I think uh, maybe I should just change my name, name to drama. Anyways, hope this is what you were looking for. If it's not, let me know. Cheers. Oh, Dewey, that's exactly what we were looking for. You know, I think that a lot of times it happens when stuff, when those types of things come up in the NBA, they think about only how it's going to affect their team, and that's pretty selfish. They should really think about how it's going to affect the fantasy owners. I mean, luckily you pulled out that great win last week over your buddy JB, but you had, you know, Butler resting, and did Thibodeau think about that? Doesn't seem like it. Did the Timberwolves owners think about that when they could have hurried up to get this trade done a hell of a lot quicker? And that would have, like, allowed all of us to know we were getting into at the draft. So pretty selfish overall, I feel like, in the NBA. Look out for us, you know, the fans. But good luck to you this week and every week except for when you're playing me. Speaking of other WTF situations, We've got one guy that's kind of a league darling that has turned into sort of a league sucker. So here for the rant of the week. 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 Hey, no balls ass. It's Stackley Jokic reporting in. I just wanted to warn you all, uh, if you have any young children or loved ones near that I'm going to I'm gonna rant not about somebody I'm playing this week uh, not about the league but I am going to rant about somebody I love uh, no homo um, Nikola Jokic I just can't I, I don't know what's going on you know um, Chuck a couple of years ago fell in love with Jokic as well uh, on his fantasy squad uh, last year, Chuck traded him. Uh, I think he went off the Dan at that point. So, you know, Jokic's been around. And finally, this year, I got to draft him. And for a pretty reasonable price, I thought, 50, 55 bucks. Um, and after the first couple of games in the season, Jokic looked great. He was averaging about 50 fantasy points. Denver's looking good. Well, last five games, not so much. He's, he's put up point totals of, uh, this is just baskets. He's put up 22 points. Four, four, seven, and eight. I don't get it. Last night, he takes one shot. I mean, it's the shot to win the game. They didn't end up winning, but uh, I'm just not sure what's going on with him. And uh, it's kind of pissing me off. Um, not to the point where I'm going to trade him. He pretty much is averaging a double-double in assists and points, which is uh, just kind of ridiculous for a guy that's 6'10", 260. Um, kind of blows my mind. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just real pissed off right now. And I hope uh, Nikola Jokic, you know, I'm, I hope you're listening in, buddy, because I, I need you to score some more points. Uh, the assists are great. Rebounds are fine. Defense, you know, it could always be a little bit better. And I know the Denver Nuggets are rolling right now, but, buddy, we need you, we need you to be the MVP you are. I need you to score. I need you to score baskets, man. This is just this isn't cutting it. Um, if you guys have to find me for my comments, that's fine. Um, 
I will drop a player of my choosing after the games start tonight. Uh, that player will be Carmelo Anthony. Thank you. Have a good week. Before we get to a preview of this week's matchup, we'll do a live look from one member of the league, which happens to be your host, Pot Tom. I like gambling. I love sports gambling, and it is now legal. So I thought that I would uh, make a few bets in honor of the league and then just see what happens. So here are three separate reports. One major change in the world of sports this year is that gambling is now illegal. So, in spirit of that, and a law in the state of Michigan, I am going to place seven $4.20 bets in the honor of No Ball's Ass. So, looking, taking a look at the lines here, first let's walk through and do a little research. I'll let you know what I'm going to do, and then I'll follow it up by how I actually did tomorrow. Conveniently, there are only seven categories to bet on this evening, as the Rockets' Thunder game, the over-under, has not yet been set. I'll start with that. The Rockets are favored by four and a half points, playing at Oklahoma City. Now, if I take a look at this, the Rockets are riding a three-game win streak, They have all been pretty close games, but tonight I feel like they have a little something to play for with Carmelo Anthony going back to OKC. I think that matters a little bit more than what people think, and I think that the Rockets are going to come out to play. If we take a look at the Thunder, they are currently on a two-game win streak. Well, actually, one, two, three, four, five, six-game win streak. So this is a pretty big game for them. On the win streak, they've blown out a couple teams and blown out some playoff teams from last year and then had a low-scoring game against the Cavs. But there is some talk about Mello and also Westbrook, I think, is out for this game. So I'm definitely going to go Houston on this one. If we take the Boston Celtics, Phoenix Suns, the Celtics are favored by nine and a half, and a lot of people have been wondering what is going on with them recently. So let's take a look at this one, and let's think about it. Boston has had a couple days off, and Phoenix got blown out on Tuesday. So this is a tough one. Do the Suns bounce back, or... Do the Celtics come in strong because there's a lot of talk on their team? Now, the over-under is set at 214 points, which is essentially, according to the spread, would have to be Boston about 114, Phoenix 104. I'm going to take the under, actually, on that one. And... I think that Boston wins by eight, so I'm also going to take the point spread on the Suns. I kind of regret that, but my instincts were to go with the Suns. I'll do it. Then we have the Clippers versus the Trailblazers. Looking at this one, the Trailblazers are six-point favorites. The over-under is at 240, or sorry, 224. And the game is at Portland. Um, I think at home, Portland wins this one. 
Although the Clippers have been doing pretty good. And these games are typically close. So, you know what? I'm going to actually go Clippers. I already regret this. And 224, I'm going to take the under. And then the last one, we have the Bucks versus the Warriors. And the, um, the game is at Golden State. And Draymond Green is not playing. So even though the 240 is a lot of points, I'm going the over. And I think Golden State... This is a statement game for them. I think they win by more than six and a half. So I'm going to take the Warriors. So a recap here. We have taken the Rockets over the Thunder, taken the under on the Celtics-Phoenix game at 214, taking the Suns on the point spread, taking the Clippers on the point spread, taking the under on the 224, taking the over on the 240, and taking Golden State on the 6.5. I'll let you know how I do tomorrow. So, how did I do? Well, I took the Rockets and the 4.5, and, and they got pounded by OKC 98-80. Definitely lost that one. Also, I took the over. Definitely lost that one. Uh, the Boston versus Phoenix game, I took the under, lost that one. <laughs> uh, in the Phoenix-Boston game, I took Phoenix um, with the 9.5 points. I won that one. In the Clippers-Portland game, um, I took the over at uh, 225, and I lost that one. It wouldn't let me bet um, on the score. And then I took... In the Milwaukee-Golden State game, I took Golden State, lost that one, but I took the over, won that one. So, basically, I sucked today. So, I now have 17.07 left in my account. And the 420 bets, Adam, didn't really work too well. Now I'm looking at it, and I'm going to see... Got today Hornets, Sixers, six points, Wizards, Magic, three, Detroit, Atlanta, five. Maybe the Pistons are a bet here. Pacers, Heat, one, five, not too sure. Uh, Nets, Nuggets, ten, Celtics, Jazz, five, and Timberwolves, Kings, three and a half. So, I might think about these, look at the over-unders, and place a bet later. But yesterday, I lost my shirt if that shirt was $20 or less. After those transactions, I was left with 1707 in the account and placed it on the Lakers against the Sacramento Kings. And the Lakers were given five and a half points kind of throttled the Kings, and I won that one, so that was pretty cool. That gave my, put my total back up in the 30s. Then I figured, you know what, might as well do this this weekend, so I placed a bet on the over of the Saints-Bengals game, won that one. Bet on the Falcons, favored by six and a half over the Cleveland Browns, lost that one. Placed one on the Pacers on the money line, 
to beat the Rockets. Lost that one. Did a three-team parlay that included that one and lost. But I did win twice with the Bucks. I beat. I picked the money line on the Bucks over the Nuggets. Won that one, and I picked the over of the Bucks Nuggets, which was two twenty-three. Seemed quite reasonable. Won that one. That put me up to thirty-seven ninety-two in my account, and I figured why not. So I placed three more bets tonight. One was just a simple parlay. But the other was um, betting on the Spurs this evening, who are three-point favorites against the Kings, and also on the Warriors, who are four-point favorites on the Clippers. Those seem fairly safe, so I will just go ahead and uh, see how we did. Then I parlayed them for 250, so hopefully this is good. Um, But yeah, you know, just a a timely little thing, live look into one of the things your host, Pod Tom, does for now and again, which is bet on sports. One of the players that suffered their first loss this week was the commissioner of the league. So I wondered what it was like to lose for the first time, especially when he was riding such such an emotional high and hot streak from the last week. So, Kamish, why don't you tell us what that was like for you? Oh, it's the Kamish. And the Kamish just suffered his first loss to Dan. 0-3 Dan. Oh, big win. And the win doesn't even tell half the story for Dan. Because he burned me to the ground in the text thread. This is a segment I'm calling... Reading Dan's texts. <laughs> I want to start on Tuesday when Dan said, Fuck Gretchen Whitmer. Ah! He texted that. And guess what else? He dropped this bomb the next day. <sighs> he said, Christian. I've used five of seven. You've used three of seven. I'm sure those two waiver moves will make up the 155. You're behind. Wow. And then Dan texted this in response to my poll about the winning teams ranked by the order of the standings. Dan said this. I don't know if I can... He said, Oh, how the arrogant slash mighty are falling. Why don't you put out another poll where you can list your self-absorbed ass at the top? Finally, on Friday, after Steph Curry went down, Dan capped off his text week like this. You had to punt either way, but way to make an excuse for what was inevitably going to be a horrendous loss for you this week, dot, 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 with or without Curry. Dan, what a performance. 
hats off to you. You beat me on and off the court. Best of luck to you and enjoy your first win of the season. The commish is out. And we go from the beauty salon to the golf. Good morning, No Balls S. It is Chuck Anderson reporting live from 7.03 a.m. Eastern Time Zone. Top of the hour here at 6.03 Central, and that'll be 4.03 Pacific Standard Time for our friends on the West Coast. Adam and Ian, how you guys doing this morning? Hope you're still getting some good sleep. Tom has asked me to go ahead and do a week preview, taking a look at the week ahead. I don't have a whole lot of time here, so we're going to have to make it fast. All right, go ahead and take a look at Andy versus me, Chuck, your uh, host for the day. Let's check in with the time again. It's 7.03, top of the hour. That's 6.03. 3 Central Time and 4.03 Pacific Standard Time. We're going to be checking in with the traffic and the weather pretty soon, but back to the scores. Andy and Chuck. Andy's got a leg up on Chuck already after a nice night. Well, it was an okay night, but a pretty nice night. Uh, overall, thinking Andy's going to take Chuck down this week, but who knows? Chuck could always make a strong move on the waivers. He's already made four of them. What is he thinking about? He is a little loose on vacation. That noise you hear in the background is a tractor mowing all the sand around or whatever they do here on the beach and the waves in the background crashing around me. That is the victory wave after beating Tom last week. All right, moving on. We got Luca Life for the Tacoma Blazers. I haven't done any research into this matchup, but I'm going to go ahead and say Tom is going to have a comeback win after losing to Chuck last week and take Adam down because, I don't know. Next one, we got Ian versus Stax, and I am feeling Stax really big time right now. Sorry about Karis. That does suck. Honestly, it does suck. All right, next one. We got Christian and LaKyle. I think we all know that matchup's pretty much good as over already. Sorry, Kyle. And uh, looking up next, we got the People's Champ. That's John Bell versus the 2019 projected champion, Sean Blanc. This is probably the matchup of the week in my book. I'm going to go ahead and give this one to Sean. Don't know why. Haven't looked. And then finally, we got Carmat. Hot, hot, hot Carmat versus Big Baller Dewey. Sorry to say, Dewey, but Dan's team is hot, hot, hot. And we're going to go ahead and give this one to Dan. And that's going to do it for me. I'll check in with the time. It's 7.05 Eastern. That is 6.05 Central and 4.05 Pacific Standard Time for our friends on the West Coast. We're going to go ahead and throw it back to Tom with the LeBron Ranch. Tom, take it away. All right. This has been the Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Tune in next week for more on the life of the league.